Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. And welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. This is episode 113 for the week of October 20th, 2019. Well, I hope everyone had a great week. It was uh, it was a busy one for me, but a good, busy, uh, very exciting stuff going on. I actually this past Friday, I, I met with one of, or my wife and I met with one of the couples that we're going to Disney World with, and we kind of did our last minute, like kind of finalize finalizing our plans and everything. And it, yeah, I am just so excited for the trip. It's crazy that it's going to be just less than two weeks away uh i fly out halloween night as i've probably said it a million times but yeah i'm just so excited so i've been doing a lot like some last minute planning switching up our dining reservations and uh checking out some like new fast passes because we always like to why yeah all of us like try to like to be proactive when it comes to getting fast passes and because this is the time where people start dropping stuff and finding things. Uh, I was able to get us a California grill reservation last week. Uh, it's a bit late, uh, so not sure if we're going to do it, but it sounds like the group doesn't mind a late meal because it's at like 925. But we were thinking maybe like we'll get there early, go to the lounge, grab a drink, the fireworks at nine o'clock, and then we'll have like a meal. So yeah, really excited we got that. But yeah, maybe we'll get something sooner. So yeah, some cool Disney stuff uh, happened uh, or Disney trip planning stuff happened uh, on my end. So yeah, just like a, a fun week, just getting ready for the trip. Got like a bunch of Disney shirts, bought some some new shirts. Uh, so just very excited for that, and hopefully I get to meet some of you listeners out there uh, when I'm there in the first week of November. So if you're there, just, hey, let me know. I'd love to see some of you. And we also have the monorail crawl, which I talked about last week. So remember, if you want to do that, that's going to be on Wednesday, November 6th. Uh, it'll start around like 4 to 5 p.m. We're going to meet at the Contemporary first. We'll go to the Wave. Then we'll go to the Polynesian. We're gonna uh, we'll put our names into Trader Sam's. I don't know how what the weight line, what the weight will be for that. But otherwise, we'll just go to probably to the, there's like an extension on the outside uh, that will go and grab some food over there. And then, yeah, go to the Enchanted Rose at the Grand Florian after that. And yeah, that, that'll be that where we're, I mean, at least my group, we're going to go to Extra Magic Hours at the Magic Kingdom. So yeah, everyone is welcome. Just, uh, yeah, let me know if you're going to go because that's going to be awesome. I know we have a few, few listeners going already, so that is going to be fun. 
Uh, so another thing I do want to announce uh, before we get to the news episode, and as you can see, uh, I am by myself again today. Katie is still in Disney World, so make sure you're following her at Magically Mootsy on Instagram. She's been posting up some Instagram stories and videos and stuff like that. So make sure you follow her over there. And I guess well, speaking on like uh, because. I've been thinking about my trip and how I want to post when I'm on uh, when I'm on the trip. So what I kind of like doing when I was on my trip in uh, in Italy, what I was doing, I was posting when I was like I had downtime in like my room, like when I was when we were out doing stuff. I was just I was snapping photos and videos, and then when I'm in the room, that's when I kind of put stuff in my Instagram story because like I want to make sure because trust me, I'm gonna be taking lots of photos and video, but when I'm there. I want to make sure that I'm like, I'm in the moment and I'm not worried about like, oh, I got to, oh, I did this. I want to post in my Instagram story. I want to share it with everyone. Like that's, I think that's great. I I, I like when people do that, they, they kind of have like a play by play of like what they're doing. But to me, I'm, I'm more like the person to like live in the moment. The photos will come later. Let me just like be with my, my crew and uh, just, just have fun, be with them. And so I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be doing like a play by play of like, okay, I'm now I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's more going to be like, you'll probably get like a photo dump, uh, like, or a video dump, like at the end of the day, or maybe, maybe I'm waiting on the line for, for something. And it's like, okay, well now's the time to take out my phone. But when I'm also in line for things, I really want to, uh, use the play Disney parks app. Cause I've never experienced that before. Cause that came out, I believe last summer. Uh, and I've, I've never, uh, used that app at all. So I, I want to make sure I use that. And there's actually some, some fun news about the play Disney parks app, which I'm going to get to uh, a bit later. Maybe I'll make that the first news story for today. Um, because yeah, some fun news out of there, but I, yeah, I want to make sure I use, I use that app while waiting in the line for rides. Cause yeah, just something I haven't done before. And that's new to Disney. And when I go to Disney, I always, I always want to make sure that I'm, I'm doing something new and just making sure my experience is fresh. So I'm probably going to be doing that, but, uh, man, I, sorry, I went on a rant a little bit there cause I said I had an announcement, but, um, so anyways, here's, here's my announcement. So what I thought would be fun when I'm on the trip, you're still, when I'm, when I'm in Disney world, you're still going to get the regular episodes. I have a, uh, a bunch of good ones lined up for you guys. Like while I'm there, I know I'm going to be posting the Mickey's very merry Christmas party preview. So Katie and I will go over everything you need to know about the, the Christmas party. Uh, because while I'm there, I'm going to be going to the Christmas party. So I'm going to be dropping the episode a few days before the party starts. So in case you're going to the party, I'll be doing that. So, and then you'll get some other episodes in between as well. But I figure what would be like a fun thing, what, I, 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 what I'm what i going to be doing is every night when I get back to the resort uh, and everything's like kind of settled down, I'm just going to record like a five, 10 minute thing and, and then post it to the podcast feed. I can upload it directly through the Anchor app, which is how I... Um, as you hear my sponsor in the beginning of the the show, that's how I'm going to, I always upload my podcast. So when I'm there, I could just record it and then upload it directly through the app. So what it will be is it'll be just like a kind of like a daily check-in. Um, so like I, I plan on doing like a full trip report afterwards, but it'll just be like a, a daily check-in on like some of the cool things we did that day or 
Um, I won't go like into too much detail about stuff because I'd rather save that for the trip report. But like, it'll just be like a daily check-in of like, hey, this is what I did and stuff like that. And maybe I'll have my my friends on there if they want to have record some thoughts or whatever. But yeah, it'll just be like a daily check-in. So every day um, when I'm on my trip, starting November first uh, through no- uh, November 9th, um, uh, that's when I'll I'll just be uploading those like quick little episodes. They're not gonna have episode numbers like this episode is episode one thirteen, uh, but they'll they'll just be like Matt's. I don't know how I'm gonna name it, but be like Matt's Disney Vacation 2019 Part One or whatever. I'll do something like that. But I feel like that'd be like a fun little thing and experiment that I'm I'm gonna deal with. So if you guys are, are if no one's following along on like my Instagram feed or Facebook or whatever, you guys can just kind of have those fun little quick 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 one-off episodes. Uh, I probably won't post them to the website only because that's just a, a, a if I were to do it on vac- my vacation, that's a pain. But it's very easy to do it um, while I'm on my trip and probably at the end of. Uh, into my trip at some point in the next few weeks, I'll like compile it all together and just make it in one big episode if you decide you don't, you you didn't listen to it or something like that. But yeah, so uh, that's what I'll be doing on the trip. I thought that'd be a lot of fun just sharing like my quick thoughts on everything. Uh, and then I'll do like a full trip report with uh, Katie when I when I get back. So yeah, so that's, uh, that's the announcement I had. Nothing, nothing big, but I thought that'd be uh, a lot of fun. So uh, okay, that was that was a long intro, but I, yeah, we talked about some fun things. I just want to give you an update on uh, and everything, and make sure you guys are aware of what's going on with the podcast. So, all right, well, why don't we just jump right into it and finally, I guess, begin uh, this episode of the Excess Press Podcast. All right, so I'll start with this uh, this Play Disney Parks app uh, story that had come out this past week since I, I just talked about it in the intro. So they announced that there, there will be some new digital achievements and commemorative trading pins that you'll be able to collect at the Disneyland Resort and, of course, Walt Disney World. So if you go into the park apps, there's going to be brand new achievements that you can get for, uh, I guess, when you're waiting online in the queue. You can do it for all these different attractions uh, throughout the park. So there's like a huge list of attractions where there's brand new achievements uh, for you to get so at like the Disneyland Park you got uh, Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin you got Alice in Wonderland a lot of those like dark ride attractions in Fantasyland uh, there's e- even the great moments with Mr. Lincoln over at the California Adventure Park you have like the Little Mermaid Arrows Under, sea, under the Sea Adventure uh, then there's uh, the Frozen Live at the Hyperion uh, there's a few, so there's a bunch. There's a huge list, and then at Walt Disney World, uh, there's a bunch over at the Magic Kingdom, including the Monsters Laugh Floor, Carousel of Progress, at Epcot. It seems like you have like almost every ride over there. There's Spaceship Birth, there's Frozen Ever After, Test Track, Mission Space, Soarin'. Uh, there's a lot over there, and Hollywood Studios. Uh, there's Slinky Dog Dash, Alien Swirling Saucers, Fantasmic. Uh, and then Animal Kingdom, that has a bunch as well, including all the big ones, Avatar, Flight of Passage, Expedition Everest, Dinosaur, Flight, uh, Festival of the Lion King. So 
Um, there's a lot of different rides now where you're in the queues. You can just kind of go in the Play Disney Parks app and earn these digital achievements. And again, that's uh, exactly what I'm going to try to do when uh, I'm in the queue. That's what I mentioned before. I, I want to take full use of this app because I literally have never used it before. So I don't really know how it works. Um, so yeah, with the, there's a huge list online. Uh, we, you can find that at the Disney Parks blog if you want. Um, but they also announced, so not only digital achievements will be coming with the Play Disney Parks app, uh, you can also purchase new commemorative trading pins found at select locations. So there's only four that they had announced for this one. I know uh, previously there's other rides that you can purchase pins, but there's four new ones. So over at the California Adventure Park, uh, if you are riding um, Monster and Zeke, uh, Mike and Sully to the rescue, you can purchase, um, there is a uh, Seeing is Believing pin over at the Trolley Treats or Studio Store. So you have to earn the digital achievement first over at Mike and Sully's to the rescue. Uh, to get that pin and then same with for the others you have to get the digital, digital achievement first so you can get another one over at Radiator, Radiator Springs Racers uh, and you can buy that pin over at Trolley Treats or Ramon's House of Body Art and then over at Walt Disney World they have a couple located at the Animal Kingdom theme park uh, so first, uh, if you watch the you know, the Festival of the Lion King, you can get a digital achievement there, uh, and then that you can purchase the Pride of the Pride Lands trading pin, which can be found at the Discovery Trading Company, uh, Mariah's Souvenirs, or the Africa Hub Cart. And then, so this next one is this is the one that I want. Uh, so this is located over at Expedition Everest. Uh, and you can uh, earn a digital achievement, the um, which is the Everest Mountaineer pin. Uh, and as long as you get that achievement, you can learn, uh, you can buy that over at the Discovery Trading Company uh, and the Circa Zong Bazaar. So um, I don't know how, it, I don't really know how you get those achievements. I mean, I've, I'll have to figure that out in the Play Disney Parks app. Um, I mean, you guys probably have more experience in it than I do. Uh, I feel like I never hear anyone talking about the Play Disney Parks app at all. So hopefully it's a popular thing. I, I honestly, have, I don't have any gauge on it at all. I don't really know how it works, but um, so yeah. So I'm going to try to get the, the Expedition Everest pin because they're pretty cool. All of the pins are actually really neat, uh, but that's the one I want the most. And I'm not going to Disneyland anytime soon, so I can't get those. But yeah, the, the Everest pin is the, the Yeti holding a piece of the track and it has the Di uh, Play Disney Parks app logo on the the pin. So same with all the other ones. They, they have all the, the Play, Disney logo, um, Play Disney Parks logo on the pin itself as well. So... Yeah, that is, that is that, and I can't wait to just get like a deep dive into the, the, the app when I'm there uh, because I know we're going to be waiting on some lines and I'm going to have to find some time to do things. So yeah, I'm going to make the use of that. All right, so that was one piece of news, and now there's like a bunch of smaller things that had uh, come up this week. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy. Like there was no like eye popping, like, oh, I, I can't believe that's going on. Um but so one of the things uh, that I found to be pretty cool that uh, Disney announced this, this past week is there is now a minivan extension. So, uh, or expansion, I should say, not extension. There's a minivan expansion where, you know, if, if, you if you don't know what the minivans are, they are an Uber or Lyft-like car service or a ride share. 
Um, they are operated by Walt Disney World, so that is they are driven by actual cast members. Um, so right now, like you can use the minivans, you have to use the Lyft app to order a minivan. Um, and right now it was only for uh, Disney hotels, so um, or so you can only do it for like the the values, the moderates, or the deluxes. Like they can go anywhere on Disney property, and you could also order it to go to the airport. Uh, but they have now expanded it that it is now including service at more resorts in the area. So uh, some of the ones that are now included are the, the Swan and Dolphin Hotels. Um, remember, those are not actually part of Disney property. Um, I believe they are owned by, by Marriott. So they are now part of the minivan service. So you can order minivans there. The Four Seasons Resort Orlando. They also have the Disney Springs uh, Resort Area Hotels, which include the B Resort and Spa, which is actually I'm going to be staying at for the first two nights uh, that I'm in Walt Disney World. Uh, because remember, I don't know if any of you remember it all, but I we actually... Yeah, we extended our stay a bit more because it was just cheaper to do it that way, actually. So I'll, I'll let you guys know how that uh, resort is. So it's going to be at the B Resort and Spa, uh, the Best Western Lake Buena Vista, the Doubletree Suites by Hilton, the Hilton Orlando Buena Vista Palace, the Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista, the Holiday Inn Orlando, the Wyndham Lake Buena Vista, and the Wyndham Garden Lake Buena Vista. Uh, then there's also the Bonnet, Bonnet Creek Resort, which is the Hilton Orlando Bonnet Creek. The Waldorf, Waldorf, I can't even say that. The Waldorf Astoria, Orlando, the Wyndham Grand Orlando Resort, Bonnet Creek, and then there's also the Flamingo Crossing Resorts, Spring Hill Suites, Orlando, and the Town Place Suites, Orlando. So, uh, I know a lot of people stay off property for their Disney trips. This is this is actually the first time that I'm going to be staying at a Disney off property. Uh, when I'm visiting uh, Walt Disney World. So again, I'll be at the B Resorts. This is the first time I'm doing it. Maybe I'll make use of the minivan service. I mean, I definitely want to try it at least once on my trip because it is kind of pricey to do minivans. But I mean, you, at least you'll you'll have a cast member and I heard the minivans are awesome. Uh, but they, yeah, they now extend it to all these, all those different hotels. So if you decide or if you are staying at one of those, you can make use of the service. Uh, and then just uh, a reminder, if you want to do like a journey from the airport, uh, you do have to call Disney themselves by going to 407 WDW Play. You have to make a reservation there. Uh, and so I actually looked it up and I think the service is, is only from, if I remember from uh, 6 a.m. until midnight. So services end after that. And I was actually debating because... I was like, oh, that'd be cool to take like a minivan to our hotel because we're not staying at a Disney hotel. Uh, but the the journey costs uh, each way $150. And, but our flight doesn't land until like 1220. So we probably wouldn't like get to the car until like one. Uh, so unfortunately, I don't think Disney is going to be doing it because, yeah, it, it ends service at midnight. So I don't think I'll be doing it for this trip for the airport. But because, I mean, also 150 bucks is, is quite quite a good amount of money where I think like you can usually catch an Uber for maybe like 30, 40 dollars from the airport. Uh, yeah, it's not too bad. But uh, but yeah, so, yeah, the minivan service, uh, it's, it's now expanded to those different resorts. So, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, getting a little bit bigger, which is very exciting. So, yeah, that is the minivan service. So, you know, I am going to take a quick break after that. And, yeah, we got some, uh, some interesting Galaxy's Edge news. So, 
Uh, sit tight and we'll be right back. All right, so there was some news over at the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Walt Disney World. I think this, uh, I'm not sure if this affected uh, the Disneyland Resort yet. Um, as of, actually, no, as of right now, it's it, this hasn't affected it, but I don't know if it'll change soon. I assume it will, but over at Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios, a lot of the Star Wars-themed names over at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo have been removed. So uh, I haven't eaten there yet, but I, I know a lot of people who are upset by this because they had like special Star Wars themed name for all of the food items. So uh, like for for example, uh, there was the, the, sh the shock roast, which is the beef pot roast, or there was also the yob shrimp noodle salad, which was just like a shrimp and noodle salad or the fr fried and Dorian tip yip. Um, which is actually like fried chicken. So there was a bunch of these that had all these special Star Wars themes named, but uh, I guess it just was confusing uh, the guests too much and they just didn't know what it was. And I, I guess there was a lot of customer feedback maybe. And now those names have been removed and now they just have like regular names. So like the fried Andorian tip yip is just listed as fried chicken on the menu now. Uh, then there's just like the beep pop beef pot roast it's like just the actual names of the product so there's no confusing uh guests or anything like that and you know to, to me that's like a lot of disappointing that's uh, a, a little bit disappointing to me because star wars galaxy's edge like this is all about immersion i mean disney made this they made this land because they wanted people to be immersed into the world of star wars and that's why they created all those names and and like, I don't know if that'll start to be like the change of Disney or of um, Galaxy's Edge. Like, will the, the merchandise change? Like, will the merchandise start including like logos and stuff like that? Because I know right now it doesn't. Um, it just, it's, I just hope it doesn't lose its immersion too soon. I think that'll be uh, a little upsetting, especially with like the the Star Wars hotel that's coming out. They're be that's being built right now. Like that's like fully immersion into Star Wars. So like, then you're gonna go into Galaxy's Edge after staying in the hotel and like maybe lose a little bit of that, that immersion. But I mean, I think it, it kind of stinks. I guess people there were descriptions under each thing in Docking Bay Seven of like what each things were, but I guess. Uh, people don't read which I understand because uh, I've talked about like stuff that I do in my job and um, We do a lot of user research and I yeah, I unfortunately find a lot of people just don't like to read things anymore um, So maybe that was like a thing where they just like weren't reading the descriptions at all of what it was So they just need to have it clearly spelled out But yeah, unfortunately that was a big thing and that kind of struck the community as like, okay Let's uh, let's not change anything else in Galaxy's Edge. Just kind of keep it the same but I remember when, um, uh, when uh, what was it? When Avatar or Pandora opened, uh, they again that was another land that was supposed to be fully uh, like uh, 
have a lot of immersion into it. And I remember people just couldn't find the entrances to like Flight of Passage or Navi River Journey. And I, I don't think there were any signs like pointing to like how to get there. Um, but I think they had to put in signs to like make sure people knew how to get to each attraction. But I remember there, yeah, there was a little bit of not controversy, but a little um, backlash from the Disney fan community about that as well. And I think they did make some more changes to Pandora. Unfortunately, I didn't do enough. I'm just re- I'm just remembering about it now. I didn't, I didn't have the researcher notes in front of me, but I just remember that being a thing a couple years ago when that opened. So. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, the names uh, for Docking Bay 7 have been removed. I don't know if this is the first of many changes to come. Um, I I hope it doesn't change much further. I mean, I hope hopefully the drink names don't change for like cocktails in uh, Ogus Cantina. Um, and it was funny, Katie, my co-host, she went to Ogus Cantina the other night and she was just like giving me rave reviews about how it's just so awesome. And she's, yeah, she says she loved it, so... Uh, I can't wait to go there in just a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, that was one of the one piece of, piece of news that was coming from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, and then also uh, starting October 21st over at the Disneyland Resort, uh, you can now make a reservations 60 day advanced reservations uh for ogus cantina as well as savi's workshop and droid depot uh usually it was like you just had to make a reservation in the morning and then you can go into the disneyland resort but now you can do it up to 60 days in advance um they already had it over at the uh the the disney's hollywood studio side you were able to always make the attractions uh the 60-day advanced reservations uh they had announced that when i believe when it came out because yeah i remember my buddy giovanni he was able to make it and he went like the first week when it opened so that was pretty early so that is now available over at the disneyland resort over at the the or the disneyland park over in galaxy's edge so that happens over there uh, and then some other quick news, which I know uh, is very exciting for the the Disneyland um, uh, Disneyland annual pass holders and the folks that visit there. They also put in kiosks finally. So currently, if you want to get a fast pass reservation over at uh, any of the Disneyland parks, uh, you can use uh, the Max Pass, which you have to pay fifteen dollars for, um, and you can make uh, fast pass reservations by going into the Disneyland app. Um, and you can make your fast passes there, or you can scan your ticket over at uh, Kiosk for most attractions uh, for free. You can do that absolutely for free. But if you want to be able to do it for any attraction, you could do, pay the 15 bucks for the mass pa- Max Pass and do it on your phone. Uh, well, the good thing is it now, um, instead of going to like one ride at a time, like remember the old like Walt Disney World used to do this, where you had to go to the attraction to get it. Well, Disneyland put uh, some kiosks over at the, the in, in, I believe it's in Tomorrowland where you can, you can get it for a few attractions over there. Uh, I know friend of the friend of the show, CJ, um, at the Weekly Mouse, she went there this past week and used the system and it worked great. So uh, I guess they're going to be putting more of those kiosks up around the Disneyland Park sometime in the future. But yeah, the first ones went up over there, which is exciting. I, I, I talked to CJ a bit and she just wishes that Magic Band's became a thing over at Disneyland Park and I'm kind of curious if that's ever going to happen as well I'm just I'm not sure I mean the the Magic Bands have been around since 2000 I think the they started going to user testing in 2013 
uh, maybe early or maybe late 2012, if I remember. And they, I, they, they, I mean, it's been six or seven years now, and they, they haven't come over to the Disneyland Resort just yet. So I don't know if it'll ever get there or what they plan on doing, but yeah, we'll we'll see about that. So yeah, that is uh, that is some of the news coming over from the Disneyland Park. Uh, all right, so what else do we have today? I think that's a lot of the bigger news stories that we have. So uh, last week I talked a bit about some refurbishment updates. Uh, there's a few more things uh, that we have here to discuss because a couple came out right after that. We talked about, uh, what was the big one that was announced last week? Test Track? I think that's what it was. Yeah, Test Track will, will be going down for a bit. Am I blanking on that? I think I am. I'm pretty sure it's Test Track. Anyways, uh, so they, they announced a few other things. So as most of you know, the Main Street Railroad, or actually the entire um, uh, Magic Kingdom Railroad has been shut down uh, due to the construction of the Tron Coaster over in Tomorrowland. Uh, that's been shut down. They said uh, the Main Street Railroad Station will remain closed for all of 2020. Um, but they they did list that the Fantasyland and Frontier stations are listed as reopening at the beginning of 2020. So we don't know any of the, the schedules for that, but uh, that might go into like a, a shuttle mode, which will go between the two stations. Um, and it has been done over at the Disneyland Park in the past. In the past, so there might be an opportunity for. Disney to take advantage of that where they can just yeah go back and forth between the Fantasyland and Frontierland station so yeah apparently it's going to be reopening the 2020 but the Main Street Railroad Station will remain closed all of uh, next year so that's one refurbishment and then this next one I'm not too surprised about because I think this usually goes goes down for a refurbishment uh, at this time uh, and that is Splash Mountain so that's going down between January 6th through February 27th and I think that's usually fine because it's usually a little colder in Disney World then and no one really wants to go on Splash Mountain uh, at that time so uh, that'll be going down for refurbishments as well. So uh, I know, I think really, I believe it was CJ that asked the the question about refurbishments last week because uh, she's going to be going in the first week of January, if I remember correctly. So yes, unfortunately, Splash Mountain will not be open during that time. So, okay, so that's it for all of the park news, but I do want to just discuss a, a couple other things um, that's, kind of park related but um so the first one i want to talk about is the imagineering story series that is coming to the disney plus uh streaming service that is um that is launching november 12th i know a lot of people are excited for it i'm super pumped but one of the things i am most excited for are the uh, is the imagineering story uh docuseries which is talking about the imagine uh, about the Imagineers and then the parks, uh, some of the rides that are uh, old, new, and upcoming. There's there, I think there's like six episodes, and they're going to be featuring a lot of the rides at the Disney parks from around the world. Like they'll be talking about the Tron Light Cycle Run, I think even the Utilidors, uh, and a bunch of other rides as well. So they announced or they they showed a poster for this past week, uh, and they also launched a trailer for it. Uh, I don't really watch trailers. Um, so I'm, I'm passing on, uh, passing on watching it, but I'm just really excited for this series because 
Um, when when November 12th hits, the first thing I'm watching is the first episode of The Mandalorian because they actually they're not launching all the episodes at once, but they're, they're doing one uh, week uh, for The Mandalorian at a time. They actually just announced a schedule for The Mandalorian. Um, so those are becoming out week by week. Uh, and then, so yeah, the, once I watch that first episode, I will be watching the Imagineering Story docuseries. That's the second thing I'll be watching. I cannot wait to see that. I don't know if that'll be on a week-by-week schedule. Um, I, I don't, I know some of their series, I believe, are going to be released all at once, like Netflix or, and then like similar to The Mandalorian, like on Hulu, they do episodes like week by week. So that's what's happening with The Mandalorian. But anyways, that's going to be the second thing I'm watching. And since it's like Disney Parks related, I did want to mention that I'm just really excited for the Imagineering story because I love all that behind the scenes stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm a nerd. Like when I, I just love watching all those old like I watch a lot of the videos on YouTube on just seeing all the things that are just being built at Disney, all those behind the scenes. It's just, I don't know, it's always so much fun learning about that. So very excited um, for that. And then the last thing I want to mention is, uh, so I try to see all the Disney movies that come out in the theater. So I ended up seeing Maleficent 2 this past week. I saw it on Thursday nights when it opened. Uh, I actually really enjoyed the first one. Um, I had a lot of fun with it, um, and the second one, when I first saw it, I, I, when I first finished watching it on Thursday, I really liked it, but then I was thinking about it more, and I was reading some things online, and I realized, I'm like, oh, you know what, it's, it's actually not great. I, to be honest, I still had a lot of fun with it. I think there's some cool things in it. Um, I don't know if anyone cares about Maleficent 2, Mistress of Evil, but, um, I wanted to give my two cents. Um, it, it was fun, but man, the story was just like not great. And thinking about it now, it's like, okay, this it didn't make any sense here and there. I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, I thought Angelina Jolie gave a, a great performance, but I feel like she didn't have a lot to do or say in this series. Like, I didn't really understand a lot of the motivations. Maybe I'm missing something from the first one, but I feel like she had a lot more to do in the first film. But overall, I thought the, the movie... Was, was kind of fun, but I feel like a lot of the Disney movies this past year have been uh, pretty disappointing, to be honest. It's it's kind of tough. I, I just wish Disney was making not, like, I, I wish they would just do something more original. I want to see something else. Like, I know the Jungle Cruise trailer came out this week. Hopefully that's going to be really good, or this past couple weeks, and hopefully that's going to be, that's coming out next year. But, like, I just miss it's, I don't know. I just miss Disney doing something else besides movies that don't involve like just some other like IP or like a remake of another movie. So I don't know. Anyways, I, I think uh, if you're if you're excited for Maleficent, go see it. There was one guy that like absolutely loved this movie in the theater I was in. This guy, I've, I've never seen this person cheer so much. In a, well, I have, but like there was probably like six people in the theater. This guy was going crazy for this movie. Like he was with his his girlfriend or friend or whoever, and they were just having a blast with it. So they were really enjoying it. But uh, I think if you want to see it, go check it out. If not, totally, totally miss. Wait for it to come on to the, the Disney Plus streaming service. I think you can wait to see it in the, uh, in, at, at home. I don't think you have to go to the theaters to see it, but... Anyways, just giving my two cents there, and I guess if we're on the movie news for topics, if you haven't heard, uh, the Star Wars uh, Rise of the Sky or the Rise of Skywalker final trailer is coming out 
Monday night, October 21st. Uh, that is going to be going on during Monday night football. And right after the trailer airs is when tickets become available. So if you're like me, I'm going to be on there right away getting tickets uh, for opening night, 7 p.m. Like, I am going to be all all for it. So just uh, letting you know if you're a Star Wars fan, you might want to check that out tomorrow night whenever you're listening to this episode. But yeah, Monday the 21st, uh, yeah, tickets go on sale for that at night. It's going to be happening. The trailer is airing, I believe, during halftime. And as soon as it airs, tickets are on sale. So, okay, so that is it for all of the news today. I did have some fun, um, some fun uh, uh, listener questions that had come in again. Again, I, I posted every week. I got some more fun ones from uh, Ashley and Chris, who go by AC Does Disney 18 on Instagram. They sent in some more ones because last week she sent in a question like, one, one of these rise hats to go. And I believe she sent in Small World or Peter Pan. And I said, hey, get rid of Small World. So, uh, she gave me um, she gave me four more to go through, which is actually a lot of fun. And so I'm going to go through them. And I actually want to hear from you guys. Like after I name all these, please send in what like some of your opinions on these. Maybe I'll, I'll make a post on a uh, on like Facebook or put on Instagram. I'll put something up so I can hear from you guys. But yeah, so some of the ones. So I'm going to start with. Uh, let's see. So the first one, she says, uh, one has to go and one never comes back. So the first one is, uh, okay, Animal Kingdoms, uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris, or Kilimanjaro Safari, or the Expedition Everest. So one has to go and one never comes back. Um, see, I, I think I think to me this is kind of easy, but I feel bad saying this, but I think this I'll have to say the ah the. So okay, I'm torn on this one. I. I would say the safari has to go only because I never, I don't really go on it. I know we we're going to try to do the nighttime safari on this upcoming trip, but like the past few trips, I haven't gone on the safari. Um, and I always go on Expedition Everest. It's one of my favorite attractions at Disney. I love Expedition Everest. So personally, if it was just affecting me, I would say. I would get rid of Animal Kingdom Safari and then keep Everest. But I feel like what makes Animal Kingdom Animal Kingdom are the animals. And I would hate to get rid of the Safari at Animal Kingdoms because that's like that's one of the big points of going to Animal Kingdom is the Safari. So if I had to speak for the general public, I would say I guess keep Safari. Because I know kids love it, they love seeing the animals, and then get rid of Everest. Because I I feel like more people go on the safari than they do the the Everest. But personally, I would keep Everest, and and for the public, I would say safari. But so that's kind of what I, my my thinking on those two things. So all right, so she well actually looking at it, she actually did one from each park, which is actually pretty cool. So. Um, I'm just realizing that now. So let's go. We're going to go to Epcot next. So she says, okay, again, one has to go or one never comes back. So you have Test Track and Soren. To me, easy one. I would keep Soren and get rid of Test Track. Um, I much rather ride Soren a lot more than I do Test Track. I'm not the biggest fan. Of, I mean, hey, I enjoy Test Track, but like it's, it's okay. I don't like the... 
I don't. I shouldn't say I didn't like it. I I I don't like their remodel of it as much as uh, the original. I I think the original is a bit cooler. I I mean I kind of like the electric lights, but it's kind of just boring. But uh, to me, Soren, I just I don't know. I love Soren. I think it's mostly also because of the music. Um, the music's by Jerry Goldsmith and. This guy's a legendary composer, and I just, I love the music so much. I could listen to it all the time. I don't think the test track music is as good. I mean, hey, I, I like it. I think it's fine, but like I so, the Soren music is just so much better, and I think that's what makes the attraction for me. So I don't think I could ever part ways with Soren because that means I would lose the music. I mean, I'll, I'll always have it on YouTube, but you know what I mean. I'll just, I'll, we'll never get that. So, yeah, I'll have to get rid of the test track and keep Soren. So... All right, and then we're going to head over to Hollywood Studios now, and uh, the choices are now between Tower of Terror and Rockin' Roller Coaster. So this is another pretty easy... So... Now, maybe it's not as easy. For, for me, I would have to say I would keep... Oh, God, I, I actually hate saying this, but I would keep Rockin' Roller Coaster, and I would... Get oh man. I, okay, okay. Here's here here are my reasoning. This is this is the thinking that's going on in my head. So I would want to keep Rock and Roller Coaster over Tower of Terror only be, only because I ride Rock and Roller Coaster a lot more than I do Tower of Terror. Um, my motion sickness comes in pretty heavy on Tower of Terror, like how your stomach drops like that's when i feel the motion sickness the most because similar like sometimes on airplanes i get the same kind of feeling and the, that like that up and down with your stomach that's what just like kills me with my motion sickness and it's uh, it's i love tower of terror but i i dread riding it because of that reason so i usually some most of the times i don't ride it um and i love uh I, and i love riding rock and roller coaster but the other side of my half is saying like Tower of Terror is just so iconic. I mean, that's the the symbol that's now used for Hollywood Studios. You have the tower, the music in it is great. The the queue is amazing. It's just so detailed. The creepiness of it, everything about it is just phenomenal. And I mean, I love, I love the attraction. I just can't I can't ride it as much, but. I think now, thinking about it, and now that I kind of talked it out with you guys, I say I would have to keep, um, I would have to keep Tower of Terror. Um, I, I, I honestly would hate to see that leave. Uh, if even if it means I can't really ride it, I would hate to see it leave the the Disney theme parks. I, I don't want it to go away. So, uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go with. I'll keep Tower of Terror. Yeah, I would have to. I would say keep that and get rid of Rock and Roller Coaster. As much as I love riding it, um, to me, Rock and Roller Coaster is the theming isn't that that great, and honestly has like probably the worst queue in any of the Disney parks. The queue is just terrible. It's a slog of a line. It's just hot. It's boring. It's just. I feel like that queue just is just so slow. Oof, it's terrible. It's it's atrocious. So. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna have to. Yeah, Tower of Terror stays. That is that is what I'm what I'm going with. All right, so uh, this the next one is over at Magic Kingdom, and this is a tough one. So it's a Battle of the Mountains. You got Splash Mountain, 
or Space Mountain. One has to go and one never comes back. So this is a little, a little tough, but I think I already, I, I, I know what my answer is gonna be, but this is a little tough. So growing up as a kid, Splash Mountain was like my favorite ride. I loved Splash Mountain. I, it was, uh, as a kid, I always loved watching it. We we have my home movies and my dad has like a full, he had, he had, he had done a full ride through uh, of Splash Mountain on his VHS camcorder. So like when I, at home, I watched it all the time. And I think that's why I loved it because I was able to watch it. Whereas Space Mountain, you just, you couldn't. So uh, I loved it as a kid, but as I've like grown into like an adult, I found that I just hate like getting wet from the attraction and having to walk around like wet. Like if my pants got like soaked, it's like, oh great. Now I got to deal with this. And um, I'm kind of like a baby when it comes to I don't want to I don't want to get wet or anything like that. So I found myself riding it not as much. I st still do, but I can't remember. I don't I don't think I went on it on my last trip. I can't remember if I did or not. But um, but now Space Mountain is like one of my favorite attractions. I mean, it's Space Mountain, Pirates, and uh, Haunted Mansion are like my three favorites. I'm I'm going to be getting another Disney tattoo very soon and Space Mountain's going to be a part of it. And I just, I love Space Mountain now. It's just so much fun. I love riding it. So, but, but both, both mountains are iconic. I mean, you got, I think, you know, I, I was going to say, I think Space Mountain's more iconic than Splash, but that's, that's kind of hard to judge. I mean, Space Mountain, you can see it uh, from like outside the park, which I think makes it more prominent. Whereas like Splash Mountain, Splash Mountain is like way hidden in the in the back. But yeah, so I think for this one, I'm gonna say Space Mountain stays, and then Splash Mountain never comes back. Uh, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. But those are all, all really great. Um, I have to put up like maybe I have to put up like a poll. Uh, on Facebook, but I want to hear from you guys because yeah, I want to hear uh, what your thoughts are uh, Or you can just shoot me an email Matt at excesspresspodcast.com Or you can shoot me a DM on any of my social media services at Matt at excesspresspodcast And yeah, let me know what you guys think. I want to know what you have to say you could pick between those but um, Ashley and Chris, thank you so much for sending in those questions. Uh, yeah, lots of fun. So keep those questions coming. And remember, you can uh, always send, uh, send me questions, uh, and I'll love to answer them on the show. So, all right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Hopefully, uh, Katie is with me on the show for next week. Uh, she will. I think she's coming back, uh, yeah, like Tuesday or something. So hopefully, she'll be with me on the next episode. Uh, and then, yeah, next week's episode is going to be the last news episode that you have for like a couple weeks. Because um, again, I'll be going away. Uh, and then, yeah, so I got a lot of cool episodes for you coming up. But uh, yeah, that is going to wrap it up. Uh, if you're not subscribing to the podcast already, please do so. Uh, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Cast, pretty much however you uh, however you listen to your podcast, you could probably find me on there. Uh, and if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. And then make sure you're visiting us at excesspresspodcast.com where you can find all of our episodes over there. And make sure you're following me on social media at excesspresspodcast on Instagram and Facebook. 
Um, and then if you, again, if you have any questions or anything at all, please shoot them over. I'd love to answer them. We had some fun questions today. Uh, so shoot an email over at, uh, Matt at excess press podcast. And yeah, you could do that over there. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the excess press, excess press podcast signing off until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.